This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. A free-for-all Friday. You're asking to hear something I don't want to say. But if I do say it, I think you ought to hear it. You got anything on your chest besides your chin, you better get it off. All right, then you asked for it. Yes, we did. So lay it on us. Free-for-all Friday means you set the tone. Here is Libby Snymer. Good afternoon and welcome to this free-for-all Friday. And uh, there's really a lot to talk about. Yesterday, we marked the one-year anniversary since the pandemic was declared. Where were you a year ago? Did you have any idea that it would go on as long as it did and be as devastating as it is? Uh, So I want to hear from you. Has something good happened in the last year? Looking outside, the weather is gorgeous. Uh, We have a few more things open here in Toronto. It, It feels like it's lifting, except that's not what the numbers say. I hate to be negative. The numbers are very concerning. The reproduction rate of the virus is concerning and its variants of concern. So, Uh, I don't think it's time to let our guard down. Uh, There's all kinds of vaccination news, a lot of it very confusing. We're trying to get people 80 and over vaccinated, but as I keep harping on, it looks like all kinds of other priority groups are getting priority and it's difficult. So I want to hear from you. Maybe you got your vaccine. That's good news. We want to hear it. Uh, And uh, maybe you are having difficulty, like a lot of people, getting through by phone, getting through on websites. Uh, Maybe you're not in the right geographic area. Now it's still being done by local hospital units, mostly public health. And uh, they all have different rules about who gets that shot. So uh, it is confusing. And then there's AstraZeneca. There's all this confusing information. Uh, A number of countries suspended using it because they had each had one case, one case of a blood clot resulting from the AstraZeneca vaccine. So uh, they, they suspended it while checking. But millions of doses of this vaccine have been given out, especially in the UK. So there you go. And uh, while all of this is going on, <clears throat> apparently our vaccination panel, NASI, is now reconsidering because they restricted it to people under 65. And now they're looking at maybe it's a good thing. Meanwhile, uh, the well is poisoned to a certain extent, I think. But I want to hear from you what you think. 416-360-0740, toll free one 866 7.44, and let's go to Ralph in Georgetown. Hi, Ralph. Oh, good mo- uh, Good afternoon. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Oh, fine. I, I just called. Uh, I, uh, I voted for Doug Ford because uh, I believe he would be a stand-up type of person. He's become a complete disappointment. I think he's uh, genuflected at the altar of the lobbyists and sold, sold us out. 
uh, with this commission of cover-up, I refer to it. Well, let me let me ask you why, you know, the from the people who have been following it very closely, they say the questioning has been very tough from the commission. And uh, we've heard some very explosive revelations from the commission. So why are you saying they're a cover up? Well, it, that uh, a public inquiry could have uh, used subpoenas, also evidence under oath and uh, not behind some but not behind closed doors. I consider that when he made that announcement, just a, a liberal policy announcement made by a man wearing a blue towel. Um, you know, and uh, I think, you know, he should follow the example of uh, Jacinda Ardern of New Zealand and uh, just tell the truth and uh, govern using the principle, uh, kiss principle. Okay. Ralph. And keeps this, if he keeps this up, Seven seats is going to look look like a high number. <laughs> okay, Ralph. Thanks very much for that. Take care, man. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, so this Justin, um, as you know, the whole system of registering for shots has been quite complicated and confusing. And what we can tell you now, now the city through its website which is uh, uh, Toronto COVID, toronto.ca. I'll get the exact website again. We have it on our website. It is live now, which means that if you get on now, you can book uh, for the 133,000 spots at those mass vaccination centers in Toronto that will start next Wednesday. So those of you who are hoping to get a spot there, Get online now. That is, and and be patient because uh, I bet that site's going to be very difficult at the moment. So again, uh, residents, and you have to be eighty years old. You won't be able to book unless you're eighty, or you're trying to book it for someone who's eighty. Uh, you can register online now with the City of Toronto for one of those spots at one of those mass vaccination centers, which have appointments starting next. Wednesday. We'll be repeating that through the show. Uh, let's go to Doris in Oakville. Hi, Doris. Hi, hi. This is Dorothy. Yep. Yes, I'm calling about the effectiveness of the rollout. We have the naive decision to use the honor system for people who have medical issues. And we know that a lot of people will jump the queue. Everyone in that category, um, I mean, people who have medical issues could easily show some form of documentation. Most of them have a file a mile long. Um, and this could documentation could easily be shown while they're waiting in line so that it wouldn't slow down the process of the vaccine at all. So I hope that they do change that um, uh, criteria or at least do some form of screening so that it's not going to be a major issue. Okay. Uh, well, um, yeah, what can I say? That That's the argument that if uh, people have to start bringing papers and, and going through them and seeing how valid they are, that it, it's going to slow down the whole vaccination process. Uh, you know, we're not there yet. That's a phase two thing, which so far the government is promising to start in April. So I guess we'll see how it starts to play out and if there are problems with it. But I hear you, Dorothy. Thanks for your call. Thank you. 
The numbers, once again, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Let's go to LJ in Scarborough. Hi, LJ. Hello there. How are you? Fine. Libby. Fine. Uh, Libby, I, I'm going on 78 this year. Uh, so I'm not an anti-vaxxer, by the way. But when I read that no other country has uh, delayed the doses for four months, uh, and Nassie said uh, the second dose could be delivered up to four months, uh, I'm not getting the shot. I, you think that's that's better? I mean, I I agree with you. There are people we are spacing it out the longest of any country. It's definitely risky just because we don't know. And uh, so a lot of people and yesterday we were talking to Dr. Sohail Gandhi. That's his opinion. And yeah. people have different opinions. But you're saying that getting no shot is better than getting a first dose at your well, age? I'm not a, a guinea pig uh, for Trudeau or for anybody. Um, you know, Dr. Brad Wooters, uh, he's the executive vice president of science and research at Toronto University. Health yeah, we, we, we talked to him last week. Yes, yeah. he does. And, uh, this is way, he said, this is way outside of Nazi jurisdiction. There are no data. Nobody in the world has been four months between doses. These are RNA vaccines never used before. We should use evidence to make decisions. And even Mona Neymar, who was the uh, Trudeau government's chief science advisor, told the CBC that uh, the amended vaccine plan, while possible to do, is basically a population-level experiment. Yeah, do that's... you want to be an experiment? Well, all, all I'll say, uh, you're, you're, you are quoting Dr. Wooders um, accurately, but I, I doubt that he would say the answer is don't get your first shot. But of course, it's up to you. Thanks for your call, LJ. Okay. Let me give the numbers out again. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. We, people want to talk about the vaccine rollout, and sheesh, it's complicated, and there are all these different venues now. They each have different requirements and different rules. They have different websites. Some of them are phone only. The phone lines are busy. The websites are busy. It's, um, you know, hopefully this will sort itself out. We just heard this news. I mean, I have to be honest that when I hear the prime minister announcing another million grilled gajillion doses coming sometime soon, it, it kind of flies over my head. So let's see them land. Let's see people start getting easy access so that it's not such a big deal and a big problem. And, and then I'll stop harping on it. Promise. Okay. Let us go to Harriet in Toronto. Hello, Harriet. Hi, Libby. Thank you for taking my call. I'm, I am booked. I'm a senior, first of all, and I am to get the vaccine on March the 19th, but I'm not calling about that. Well, I, wait a minute. That's great news. You're, you're, where are you getting it? At Humber. At Humber. Yeah. Humber is one of the places that has been giving out vaccines and presumably you booked that on the phone? No, I wasn't able to 
contact them on the phone. I was lucky enough that uh, someone did it online for me through the talk talk line. They told me, uh, my doctor said that was the best way to contact them, have a talk line. Okay, you see there, I'm confused. I had one person saying that with Humber, you can only book it through the telephone. You're telling me there was some kind of online option. It's just, uh, it's yes, a difficult. that's how mine was booked. Okay. It was just booked uh, this week, actually, on the talk line. Okay, whatever that is, uh, yes, but well, good, you, good for it you. It is done on the computer, but I did not do it. Someone did it for me because I am not very good on the computer. <laughs> okay, well, uh, what what uh, what else did you want to say, Harriet? I am phoning. Uh, I'm concerned about mail delivery. This is the third time since the beginning of January that I have been told something has been mailed to me. And it seems that I have not received it. And it seems to be a very lengthy period to me when it has to take over two weeks for me to get a letter posted. A letter, okay, because oh, I know no, that... Uh, there were, t- there were actually, it's three different things. Uh, but the one that I just got a call about earlier this week is something sent to me by my lawyer, and it was sent by mail. And it was sent 12 days ago. And they phoned me yesterday to ask why I hadn't contacted them. That's interesting. I know that packages have been taking, well, some packages have been taking a very long time. You know, my suggestion is if you're getting something from a lawyer, maybe it should be sent through priority mail. Well, Uh, I thought maybe they should have it delivered. But when I was talking to the lawyer about it before, he said no. He felt that ordinary mail would be fine. Well, obviously he was wrong. Yeah. So, I mean, and uh, this has happened to me when I mailed something to my bank, too. They did not get it for, it was three weeks. And uh, I just don't feel that, uh, what is our mail system for? Is it not to deliver, or like, envelopes? Well, um, the mail system has been becoming more and more useless for the last bunch of years. A lot of people don't do anything on what some people call snail mail. So good question. I can tell you that, you know, from, from my point of view, packages, some packages are taking a ridiculous amount of time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I would, I would say that if you're getting important documents, send them priority mail. Harriet, thanks for your call. Okay, it is time for our first break before we go to break. The numbers 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Hold on, uh, please be patient, and I will get to your calls on the other side of the break. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight back with Libby Snymer. When one considers the meaning of life, it is a struggle between alternative viewpoints of life itself. A free-for-all Friday. And without the ability to defend one's own viewpoint against other, perhaps more aggressive ideologies, then reasonableness and moderation could quite simply disappear. Name your topic and be as deep as you like, as long as there's a point in there somewhere. Here is Libby Snymer. 
Welcome back to this Free For All Friday. And to repeat our breaking news, the Toronto City of Toronto site where you can book an appointment if you're over 80 at one of the three mass vaccination sites where they will deliver shots starting next Wednesday. It's now live. You can make a booking there. You can try to make a booking there. And let me just give you the website and it's toronto.ca slash COVID-19. And we have it posted on our website, zoomeradio.ca. But again, toronto.ca slash COVID-19. And uh, I wish you all the best of luck and do let me know how that goes because uh, it's important. It's one thing to say it's available. It's another thing to actually get to use it. Uh, I'm going to start with Maria in Etobicoke because she's got a clarification for our last caller who was annoyed about the postal service. Hi, Maria. Hi, Libby. And Harriet, I hope you're listening. What I did, because I'm very concerned that I'm not getting receipts for the donations I made to fill out my income tax, and I I called the organizations where I didn't get them, and oh yes, they mailed them in January, and one mailed them 10 days ago, and so on and so forth. So I thought, what the heck, I'm going to call my MP's office, which I did, and I said to them, Get the MP to call Canada Post. After all, it's CRA. They want our income tax uh, filed, you know, and so on and so forth. Please give me the number for Canada Post. So the, the young man there did. And I went through quite a tree until, because I don't have parcels and, you know, um, registration and all of the stuff that the tree said. But they did have one about not getting regular mail. So I pressed that, and lo and behold, a woman got on. And I told her the situation, and I said, I'm very disappointed. This is a busy season. I appreciate that one of your um, uh, offices, you know, where they sort sorted out, did have uh, a problem, but I said, this is business mail. These are organizations that want our donations, and they tell me that they... Okay, so what's, what's the bottom line? What did she say? Well, she she listened to me. We had quite a conversation. Right. And, and she kept saying, you know, Canada Post does this. I said, you're not following your standards. Okay, yeah, okay. But did she give an explanation or did she say the delays would, would end? She couldn't say that they would end, but she's going to look into it. <laughs> and she said, someone will call me. Okay. Uh, you let us know if someone calls you and if you oh, get I your will, mail. Libby. I okay. will, because I'm just steaming. Okay. Thanks for your call. All right. Uh, let us go to Cheryl in Thornhill. Hello, Cheryl. Good morning. Good, oh, afternoon. good afternoon. Sorry, I forget to lose track of time. <laughs> so, so, so many of us do in these circumstances. Yeah. Um, my question is, I figure, because I listen to your program most of the time, and I figure you may have the information rather than trying to do phone tracing. I keep hearing about the vaccination for people from 60 to 65, 75 to 80 or above 80. What happens to the rest of us in the middle? I'm 73. 
Well, it's going down in descending order of age, but you're going to be in phase two. And by the time you're there, there will be all kinds of other people who also have priority. But the theory for the age is they're starting with people over 80. When they're done with that, they'll get to people over 75, or they might go in a 10-year tranche. I think it's going to be five years, though. Well, so I've the heard next, like 75 to 80, and yeah. then the ones below 70, up to 65 or something. No, and they then, never mention yeah. the, uh, the rest of us feel like a forgotten child. Well, no, it's just that you're, you're next. No, you, you will, you will get your place in line will be before somebody who's 65. If you're 73, it's just a matter of whether they start going in five year tranches or in uh, 10 year tranches. But by, uh, as I said, by the time you are ready, they're going to be prioritizing certain people with pre existing conditions. Yeah, I don't have uh, anything of that. It's well, just... if it includes something like diabetes, there are an awful nope. lot of people who have that. I know. My husband did too. So, so uh, you know, um, again, uh, despite all these glowing remarks, and, you know, we've got to hope that it's going to get better, but uh, I, I'm not sure. We'll have to yeah, see how I mean, it rolls out. I, I would think that you will be like April, April or seven, May, maybe. I've even heard 75 to 80, but, and then below 65, but that's no, I've never the, heard anything in between. The okay, below well, 65. you have the answer. Okay, the below 65 is just a pilot project. Oh, okay. And they'll and be done the, by the weekend. Uh, UK version, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Cheryl. Well, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Let me give the numbers out again. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Who should we go to? Let's go to Lauren in East York. Hi, Lauren. Hi. I'm calling about, I went to... I got a false uh, alarm that I was exposed to COVID. So I went December the 16th for a test at Michael Guerin Hospital. And it tells you to go to the website for results after four days. And you go on it. I've gone on it several times. And you fill in the information. And then it tells you all fields must be filled. And I can't get an answer, but I know I mustn't have it because I didn't get a call from them. But it's very frustrating. Like, I have a friend in a long-term care home, and I can't get in unless I've had a COVID test, and I can't prove that I I cleared it. Well, um, maybe try to see if somebody can help you get the results. The the results, I mean, that's a long time ago. I know. If you you had a a COVID test, then you would have had to have many other COVID tests before they let you into a long-term care home. They have yeah. to be sort of within two weeks. So I wouldn't worry about that one. Okay. Okay. Thanks for your call. Thank you. Maria in Toronto. Hello. Hi there. Go ahead. Oh, you have to turn your radio oh, down. You've I'm got sorry. an echo. Um, I have a comment about people that skip the line to get ahead for their vaccines. I think there should be a hefty fine when these people get caught. I mean, there's no reason to skip because, oh, Jesus, I uh, I want to go out partying. Uh-huh. I'm 78, and I'm waiting my turn. I'm not jumping no queue or nothing. Okay. 
Well, the hope is that people won't jump the queue. No, I know. But, you know, there are people that will. Of course there are. And uh, that's why they're saying the honor system. So how are they going to catch people? Well, they've found a few people already that have done that. Like, I mean, those were these people that went to the Yukon to get their shots. That was a spectacular case. And and I have some interesting information about that because those people, uh, it was reported that they were from Vancouver. Yes. Right? Well, they have a place in Vancouver. I was talking to a friend of mine who lives in Midtown Toronto in the Summerhill neighborhood. Well, that's where they live most of the time. And he says he knows these people from walking the dog. So there you go. Uh, they were reported as people uh, who who took a private jet from the Yukon and pretended to be hotel workers to take vaccines that were intended for a far-flung indigenous community. It's It sounds like, it sounds crazy, but in fact, they did that from Toronto. I know. Well, see, this is why they know these people did it. They should automatically find them a thousand dollars. Well, you know what? A thousand dollars, I don't think, means very much to them. They're very wealthy. The guy lost his job. I'm sure that means something. Oh, good. I hate <laughs> to be happy about that, but I am. I mean, I don't understand people doing that. I mean, look at me. I'm 78. I have underlying conditions, but I'm not in a hurry to get my vaccine. When I get a call from my doctor, I'll go and have it done. Otherwise, I'm just sitting at home enjoying my stay at home. Good good for you. I don't know that you'll be getting your vaccine from your doctor, depending on what the doctors can dispense, but they'll help you out. Maria, thanks for your call. Well, thank you so much. You have... Okay. Let us go to Joan in Toronto. Hello, Joan. Hi. Go ahead, Joan. Okay, I, I am registered for the UHN vaccine uh, mm. program at mm. the hospital. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I heard about the site on Monday, uh, March the 8th, and I tried it and immediately got a response saying, yes, I'm registered for uh, people born in 1941. And now I'm wondering, now I'm hearing about this new registration for people 80, and uh, it starts immediately and down at the uh, convention center. But what about us people that are going to be going to either one of these hospitals in our area? Well, you shouldn't register in two places. No, I haven't registered. I'm, I'm just sticking with the one that I did on are March the 8th. Are you their patient? No, I am not. In fact, I'm a patient of Sunnybrook and had hoped to. I just finished radiation treatment, oh. and I had hoped to go to Sunnybrook, but I'm not in that catchment area where I, that's, I, I don't live in that area, and neither is my family doctor. Okay, well, uh, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, presumably, they'll get back to you and give you an appointment if you are a recent uh, oncology patient. That means you should get well, your vaccine. Well, they would not know that. They do not ask that question. But I do have an ID number with, uh, you know, saying yeah. that I, it's at the end, it just says, thank you for submitting your COVID-19 vaccination registration form. Okay. Let me know how it goes. I don't know what to say to you. I I, I thought that UHN was just uh, vaccinating their own patients. Well, that's what I'm wondering now. And so am I in some place where I don't even belong? 
I have no idea. I would say call call your oncologist, call your doctor, see if somebody can give you any information. Okay. Well, that's good advice. I, I hate to call because they tell you not to call, but I'll do that. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's go to Diane in Riverdale. Hi, Diane. Hi, Libby. Thank you so much for taking my call. I have some good news, at least as far as I'm concerned, and the tenants in the building I live in. I live in a senior's building, and we're all getting our shots on Monday. Excellent. And I am pleased about it. I've been getting increasingly frustrated, and I'm one of these lucky people. I'm I'm in reasonably good health. Uh, I have a few little minor issues, but apart from that, I'm in good health, and I think good grief. I just want to get back to normal, life-wise. Don't we all? um, Don't we all? I, oh yeah, you, yeah, everybody, everybody is, is sick and tired of this whole uh, unreal situation. But anyway, I just thought I'd phone and say that, and it's through Michael Guerin Hospital. Yep, they have be... they have a, a number of local clinics. They even have mobile clinics, and there were some yeah. seniors' buildings run by the city. There was a pilot project. Some of them even got vaccinated weeks ago. So good for you, Diane. Well, thank you, and uh, so I'm sort of I'm sort of doing a happy tap dance about this. So I, I have a wonderful weekend, Libby, and uh, take care. Okay, you too. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, we have to take another break. Four one six three six zero zero seven forty. Toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. We'll be back right after the break. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight back with Libby Snymer, a free-for-all Friday. Step up, say your piece, and we promise not to interrupt. Just be lively about it. We have a lot of listeners hanging on your every word. Here is Libby Snymer. Back to this free for all Friday. Let me give you the numbers 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. And I want to repeat the breaking news, and that is that the city's website where you can register for a vaccination at one of those mass vaccination centers. If you are 80 or over, it is now live and go there and hopefully you get on the site and you get the appointment. And the website is toronto.ca slash COVID-19. And I'm going to go to Edie in Toronto. And Edie, you were able to register there, correct? Yes. Just now? Yes. Uh, actually, um, last, this, this morning at 2 o'clock. <laughs> really? I tried really early on the first day of, uh, that you can register. So I was able, I, I actually did it for my sister, who is, uh, who will be 82 next month. I am 76 years old. Anyway, um, she, um, so I got on the form and they asked for, 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 for her, the postal code. And, and for the postal code, it showed, it didn't show Metro, Metro Convention Center, but it did show St. Michael's. 
Okay, so that's that's not that's not the one of the mass vaccination sites. I, I realized that the other mass vaccinations were shown. I think it's because of the postal code, which would be nearest to her location. Well, that's great. I mean, wherever it doesn't matter. Well, <laughs> yeah, anyway, well, anyway, but, that, but I was able to go get in form, and um, uh, and then it'll give you uh, the, the dates from from the from the seventeenth. But it said you, you you can go beyond seven days from registration. They won't be available while you are logged on. So I tried the first day, the 17th, none available. The 18th, none available. And finally, on the 19th, I got uh, there's some spots available. In fact, uh, for, for, for two time slots. In one time slot, uh, it was uh, like two available and then uh, the other time slot, two, uh, two available, and, 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 and no, four available. So I, I took the first available date, which oh. is the 19th. So she, and I got confirmation That's right next away. Friday. Well, you know what? I think most people, uh, the attitude is, you know, whenever. I'll go whenever, whenever there is an availability, it doesn't matter, convenient, inconvenient, I will go there yeah. and I will get my shot. And good for you for getting your sister. Yeah, so, her so appointment. she was able to get, but then, well, the thing is, uh, she, uh, and the, the, uh, there are four forms that you need to access to. You need access to the, the consent form and that what you need to know before your, the appointment and the vaccine information sheet and the vaccine uh, aftercare. Okay. So it has everything, and and it's good because it'll prepare her, and she she will need to uh, speak with her uh, caregiver too about. Uh, um, um, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so anyway, uh, so I, I, I locked out for her, and and so she's in. Okay, that's good. I'm glad to hear it. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Bye bye. Bye. Aha. So we have had a, a couple of phone calls from people who are annoyed about their mail delivery, and we have a Canada Post employee, Janet in Toronto. Hi, Janet. Hi. Go ahead. You're on the air. Okay. So, um, yes, I'm just uh, responding to your recent caller with her issues at Canada Post. As you know, because of the shutdowns, we uh, people are shopping more online sending the business uh, mail, uh, business response uh, that wants people that cannot uh, or don't have computers. Um, so we have been inundated and we have had issues with COVID at uh, our facilities, as you know. Yes, we know. Uh, which is now under, yes, as, um, it is now under control. Um, we do practice social distancing. However, we do realize there is mail just coming and we are trying to process it 24 by 7 but there are many times when and we find um people are not addressing their mail properly and that's just a huge delay uh janet i think we're losing you uh, yep, we lost her, but yes, yeah, she says they're inundated because of COVID, because of their shutdowns, and I'm sure that's true. Uh, Debbie in Toronto, you also wanted to talk about the mail. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? I'm okay. Great show. Thank you. 
Uh, I call Canada Post myself. I get right to it because I was having people. It was so fickle. And bottom line, the gentleman told me, and he wasn't very friendly about it, we are in a, a universal mail delay because of COVID. And, you know, if you think about it, it was common sense because it was announced on your news uh, itself that it was, what, over 300 postal workers with it. So yep. common sense says, hello, we're going to have a backup with mail delay. Yep. Yep. So. Every, everything is delayed. And uh, speaking of people shopping more online, there's a lot more of that. And now I have a beef and it's not against Canada Post. I, I was very, very selective about what kind of online shopping I did just because it's a pain if it's not right. So I would only right. at first just if I knew exactly what the thing was and it was going right. to be right. Well, I loosened up a bit, and in the last week, I received two packages, separate packages, with things that I did not order. Oh. <laughs> it's like, what a pain. Well, you know, it's funny. If you're still getting bills, the bills will come on time, no word of a lie. And I had to send something out to, um, I'm in a townhouse, to the condominium corporation. You know what I did? I went to the post office yesterday early in the morning. And I did registered mail because I can't afford them not to receive this piece of mail. So, yet it's fickle. I've had people wait forever for cards. An aunt sent me something out in Florida um, around December 13th, and I didn't get it till January 27th. Oh, well, if it's coming through the border, I mean, just take a deep breath. Yeah, <laughs> and, the, and the same with birthday cards. A friend, she's five miles away. It took almost a month, and yet her <laughs> husband got his in days. So I think they're Canada Post trying to get back on their feet as well. So Yeah, and, and frankly, it, it has ever been thus. If you've got important documents, you want to send them with some exactly. kind of priority. I wouldn't put yeah. them in the regular yeah, mail. Yeah, I kind of have to use your common sense here with this. You know, we're all fighting to get back to whatever the new normal is. So that's <laughs> what I found out, and I'm just passing it on to you. Okay, Debbie, thank you. You're very welcome, and stay well, Libby. Thank you very much. You You're too. welcome. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye for now. The numbers, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Let's go to Ella in North York. Hi, Ella. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? Great. So uh, we got our va our vaccinations last night, uh, Shoppers called us at five o'clock and said, come on down. <laughs> so we got our vaccines. So you got, you got the AstraZeneca? Yeah. And you know what? I'm hearing all this information, but you know what? It doesn't bother me and I feel great. I have no problems. I don't even have a sore arm. So my husband and I are done, <laughs> which is great. Okay. I, you know what? Uh, I don't personally, uh, if I if I was in line for the AstraZeneca, I would take it. I don't have an issue with it. Millions of people have received it, and yeah. uh, there it's being stopped in some European countries as an abundance of caution. That's fine. That that just shows you that they take care. That's so, right. but I guess it's a personal thing, and it's it's a good thing. Um, you know, my only issue with this pilot was the opposite. It was really like it, it went to people who were a bit younger as opposed to those who are a bit older. And we know that the criteria is it goes by age. 
The yeah. older you are, the bigger the risk. But uh, congratulations. I'm glad you got your shot. Your husband got his shot. Good for you. Yeah, without planning, it was a nice surprise. <laughs> okay, that's Thanks. great. Have a good weekend. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. Bill in Coburg. Hello, Bill. Hi, Libby. Hey, I got another little zinger here for you in this role. I, I uh, just got well, are I you listening to the radio. Are you on a speakerphone? Or earlier, it qualifies for the 80 plus. Right. We lost him. Yeah, that was. And people, please don't call on your speakerphones. You know, uh, it uh, just gets really muffled. Um, that that's that one did not sound like a very good connection, to say the least. Let me give the numbers out again. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. We've been hearing uh, from a lot of people about the vaccine rollout, about registering for it. And uh, basically... It's all over the map. That's the way it is going to be. So I guess we just got to chill and ohm. And hopefully those who should be getting their vaccines will. And it can be difficult, especially for older people. Okay, Stephen Thornhill wants to talk about something else. Steve, hi. Where are you? How are you? Fine. But where I'm are you? It's very noisy. Caller. Do I get a bell? <laughs> you don't get a bell? Okay. Uh, are you on a speakerphone? There's a lot of noise on your line. I'm on a cell phone. I'm actually outside. I'm taking a moment from work to uh, call you. Okay. I just wanted to, uh, needless to say, the uh, COVID vaccine uh, discussion is very important. I thought I'd ch- uh, switch it up a bit for a moment and say that... Uh, I've been a 50-year fan of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and I have a very strong feeling that they're going to perform very well this year, and they, I believe they're going to go to the finals. Whether they're going to bring the cup home or not, obviously I don't know, but I, I just feel very good about this team, this season, and it's 50 years experience, so maybe I'm right. <laughs> Um, I, I, you know what? I have no, I have no insight into that, but if you have a good feeling, I'm, I'm going to take your word for it. Why not? Good feelings are good. Well, this is one of the best teams we've had in a long time. And, uh, I just, you know, the city has gone through a lot, needless to say, and, uh, for Toronto to be able to feel a little bit better in regards to this aspect of our daily life. Uh, I think it's good for the for the the, the mentality, so to speak. Hmm. So hmm. I just thought I'd share that with you and your listeners. But uh, I listen every day, and there are more important issues. I just thought I'd change this up for a moment. Okay, thank you for that, Murray in Malton. Hello, Murray. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? Not bad. Listen. Uh, I was at the Westwood Mall yesterday, and there's poor people with no masks. So when I got home, I called 311. Now, they don't have, they have a prompt for you to push number two for coronavirus concerns. Go to two, two, there's no other option. I had to sit and wait for an operator to come on. And you know what she told me? What? They told me that I have to be in the mall with them. These people, where I could see these people with no mask, uh, 
and then call 311 and they'd send somebody over. They won't go check to see if I'm right. They want me to be there so that when they get there, they know that those people are still there. Okay, you know what? If you ask me, it's all a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, right? Really, it's a waste, it's a, it's a waste of time, and, and if they see it, you know, what are they going to do? They're they bylaw officers. They them out of the building. Well. They're not you know, supposed to be in the building without a mask. You so know what? remove them. The mall people won't even do that. Well, I was going to say mall security should be doing that. If it's not being done, I would shop somewhere else. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Right? Okay. Anyway, that's you know, if somebody else has the same problem, you know, that's that's where you are. You you have to be there and uh witness them and then call and they might send an inspector over. Okay. Uh my opinion, a waste of time, but you exactly. go ahead. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Let us go to Jim and Pickering. Hello, Jim. Hi, good afternoon, Libby. Libby, I'm not sure if I heard it correctly, but there was a caller who said, and you agreed, you were thinking along the same lines, that you will postpone, and I was as well, postpone getting that first shot right away until maybe, I I guess the strategy is... No, I didn't. Okay. He was concerned about the spacing, right? Exactly. So it's up to four months. Right. And he he said that was risky, which is what a lot of people say, because no other country is spacing it out that much. That's but right. his response was, I'm not going to get any shot because of that. I don't particularly think that's a very smart way to go. But I'm wondering if, and because I was thinking along these lines, you know, waiting another few months, look how long we've waited, when there'll be more vaccine available and that you would get your first shot and would not have to wait an additional four months because there'd be availability of more vaccine. Would that be a possibility? Well, it, it's totally up to you. It is totally up to you if if you think that that's a, a good way to go. I mean, we just keep hearing about these increased deliveries. So <laughs> who knows? They might reverse that soon. Yeah. If if those deliveries materialize, but it's it's. I mean, do I? I I would think I'd want to get the first dose in my arm or other people's as fast as possible. Yeah, but maybe. I mean, I can't I can't advise you on those, no, no. those things. I just wondered if that's what you said because I'm thinking, you know, Merck and Johnson maybe down in the states will start pumping it out and maybe send some up after. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> who knows, right? So no, I just wanted to ask that question, Libby. Thank okay. you very much. You're very welcome. Have a good weekend. Okay. Bye now. Bye. Uh, if the question is, what would I, I do? I would not do that. Let's go to Tom in Ajax. Hello, Tom. Good afternoon. Ah, nice deep uh, voice. Pardon me? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. Okay. I, uh, this AstraZeneca rollout thing here, there is worldwide data to show that it's okay for people 75 and up. Yep. It starts trickling into Canada. Health Canada says, yeah, go ahead. And then the board says, eh. You know what? There's no data out there to support it. What I'd already read, there was on the computer. So once again, our elderly seniors seem to be being pushed to the back of the line for some reason. So Tom, I, I agree with you on this yep. one. And and here's the thing that 
is kind of mind-boggling to me. So this is a recommendation of NACI, the National Panel on Immunization. This is an abundance of caution. This is being unbelievably conservative. But on the other hand, they make another decision that says delay a second dose four months, which is very risky. So, I mean, it's just two completely different mindsets from the same panel. And, and you know, it leaves yeah. me shaking my head. What, what is up with that, that they would make one that is overly conservative, one that's overly risky? Who are these people? Exactly. And I wonder who appoints them, which kind of brings me to my first of two quick questions. I wonder which age group votes more, 60 to 64 or 75 and up? Uh, I'm not sure that I don't know the breakdown of of, uh, older and more older, but older people vote in an overwhelming uh, proportion. And you would hope the politicians know that, but they Mm -hmm. seem to forget until it's election time. So I hope everybody here listening remembers all this stuff when it comes time to vote. Absolutely. And my second quick question is, as a paying member, why isn't CARP beating down the doors of Parliament to tell the federal government to stop pushing seniors to the back of the line? Oh, CARP is doing what it can. Uh, so I, I would disagree that they they aren't. They testify when they're called. But uh, yeah. the big the the big issue for CARP has been long term care, and there's no question that is the most urgent. Oh, and they have campaigns running, Tom. Yeah. Thank you very much for your call. Have a great weekend. You too. Well, that's all the time we have for Fight Back for today and for the week. I'll be back here on Monday. Everyone have a great weekend. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.